Here we go. It's time for another episode of the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast. I'm excited that you're here today and we're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to mix it up and we're going all the way to Ontario, Canada, soon to be Bahamas. And we're going to be talking about how to support your top producing agents in your organization by helping them market in the digital era. So uh, let's get ready and talk about marketing in the digital era. Here we go. Welcome to the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast, where we have real, raw conversations with industry leaders, finding out how to connect, support, lead, and ultimately make an impact and drive results in the lives of your agents. I'm your host, Nathan Daniel, and welcome to the show. All right. Well, I am excited today because we have a guest again coming from Ontario, Canada, soon to be Bahamas, uh, Miss Jess Linovell. I think I said that right. You did. Yeah, with the Listing Lab. So Jess, thank you for being on the show with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Well, I, I know uh, we talked about, we're going to talk about how to support top producing agents um, in organizations and specifically kind of around your philosophy of marketing in the digital area. We're going to get into that. Yep. Um, before we do that, though, I always want to open it up and allow uh, the guests of the show to tell a little bit about themselves. Yeah. And, and uh, their backgrounds. Yeah, so. for sure. So um, <clears throat> I grew up in the industry. So I've, I have I got my license when I was 21, but my mom has actually been an agent for about 35 years. So, you know, I was that kid in the back of the car before we had GPS that was like, you know, you, like with her map book, trying to like get tell her where to go, right? Um, I started doing her paperwork at about 13. So I, I, I think it was always inevitable that I would end up in this industry, even though, you know, if you'd asked me as a kid, if I was going to be in real estate, the answer would have been no. Um, so I came out of school, I went to the University of Toronto, came out of school, and at 21, really didn't know what I was going to do. And my mom made the suggestion, why don't you get into real estate? I think you'd be great at it. You know, I'm super introverted, so I wasn't really sure that this was going to be a really great fit, um, but got into the industry, fell in love with it, and um, I was an agent myself for 14 years, um, built my own multiple seven-figure, you know, lean team, um, and then transitioned into creating the Listings Lab, which the whole concept behind the Listings Lab is really helping agents get to seven figures, multiple seven figures by creating relationships at scale. Okay. I'm already excited about this conversation today. <laughs> I'm already excited fun. about this. Yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, you know, and I've, I've checked your website out. I've looked at everything. Like I, I, I've seen a couple of your shows and some of your social media, which I love all the stuff that you're putting out. Uh, and I think it's a, it's a big topic, right? Cause, uh, a, a lot of our audience that listens to this, you know, they're, they're independent brokers or small yeah. franchises and everything. Yeah. And we need to know how to support agents and, uh, and, uh, you know, with like the locker room and a few other organizations like, like us, what we do is, you know, we focus on the 97% getting them to that first six figures, right? Yeah. Because that's a big market. And what I love about what you're doing is you're like, you're taking the people that are established. They have a good base of business and you're like, no, we're going big. We're going seven figures. Yeah. You know, what's the term two commas? Like, yeah, we're going yeah. two commas. So I like it. So, so let's jump in and let's talk about listing lab and marketing yeah. in the digital area. So where do we begin? If I'm a, a broker leader out there and I want to support my people, where do I begin? Well, I think that there's a level of education that either the, the broker themselves needs to have or someone within their organization, right? So, so <clears throat> you know, I've, I've come across brokers who've said, you know, social media doesn't work. 
And like for me, that's such a disservice for the people who work or look up to someone in in like a broker situation, because as soon as something like that comes out of someone's mouth, that there's actually for a lot of brokers, that's actually going to break some trust with some of the agents that are working at your brokerage, because we live in a, in a world or in an era where, you know, you go outside, you go to a restaurant, you look at, unfortunately, people in their cars, and everyone is looking at their phones. And because of that, if you say something like, you know, digital marketing doesn't work, or social media doesn't work, it immediately makes people uncomfortable, or people who actually understand or use the tools, even if it's just for fun, at first, that are available to us, they see how much connection and how much opportunity is actually available to them, even organically through just basic social media platforms. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is also just understanding what's going on in the digital world and where the where there are some opportunities. As a broker, you don't have to be an expert on digital marketing. You just have to understand the power behind it, where things are moving to, and just basically stay on top of you know, basic trends. Mm-hmm. When you have that, and then you have you can partner with someone or bring someone into the brokerage or however your brokerage is set up, but it's really important to have access or for the 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 higher producing agents in you know in your world to have access to not only information but also you know help mm-hmm. right because I think that you know we live in a world where information is everywhere. It's just that there's not there's no, there's a lot of bad information out there. You mean everything on the internet's not true? <laughs> Come on. Pretty much, right? <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's a lot of bad information out there. And there's a lot of agents who are using these tools, maybe not in the most effective ways, but having some expertise just sort of available to the people in your in your world that need it right off the bat is going to give an extra element of value that so many other brokerages don't have, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you're not a huge, if you're not a huge like name brand out there, Um, which honestly, most of the, the big name brands are actually not doing it well either. They're trying so hard to bring everything in house and be everything to every agent that a lot of the time what ends up happening is they're still going to be five years behind and their agents are going to get frustrated over time because they're not seeing the results and they're not they're they're not at the cutting edge the way that they were they were told that they were going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and man, that's so true. Like knowing and understanding where the, the industry's at right now. Uh, I was actually talking to a broker that that the other day that she was telling me, she's like, Well, I have this segment that she uses inside of her team meetings and it's all around TikTok. And she's understanding for herself, she's learning TikTok. And so she does like this TikTok minute. She's like, I'll be on TikTok so you don't have to be. And she's using that and she's kind of highlighting how some agents are using um, social media and TikTok specifically. And then of course she throws in a few funny things. Yeah. And for her, it's not about cats, it's about dogs. So it works. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So if, if, if I'm a leader and I'm working to go through and understand there's so much information out there you know, how, how would I start to educate myself? Honestly, I think that instead of you going out and trying to find information, you, I mean, you could probably spend, you know, a hundred hours on somewhere like YouTube and just scratch the surface. 
Um, because there's so much information, you have to wade through good information, bad information, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. You know, you also have to watch your own confirmation bias. Like if, if you're not somebody who like loves social media, you're going to go out there and naturally you're going to look for people who are going to agree with you, right? Where, where I think it's really important that as leaders, there's an element of challenging that bias and like seeing where the industry is going and what opportunities are available for all kinds of different agents. Um, so I think, you know, just having someone who ha who has their, you know, has a pulse mm -hmm. on what's going on and what's happening on, you know, on a larger scale on different platforms. And, you know, I say this all the time, but the basics of marketing haven't changed. Just real estate tends to skip those basics. Right. So a lot of marketing in general, it doesn't matter what kind of marketing you're using is being created in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. It's being created by a bunch of agents guessing at what the public actually needs to see here and, you know, watch from them mm -hmm. when the reality is, is market research and basic human psychology hasn't changed. You know, yeah, yes, the tools that we're using have changed, but I think there's a lot of foundational elements that brokers aren't aware of agents aren't aware of. Because people don't get into real estate to be marketers. Correct. Yeah. Right. But unfortunately, for a lot of people who don't love marketing, <laughs> you don't really have a choice. Right. You've got two jobs. And the same goes for, you know, being being a really great broker means being able to support people in both of those jobs in bringing in the business, but also being able to, you know, effectively serve those clients. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there who can do the effectively serving the clients part. There's very few people out there, very few brokerages, very few brokers who are doing a really good job at uh, supporting them in the business growth strategy and new client generation part of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's important too, especially if you've been in the industry a while. It's hard to change, isn't it? Totally. Yeah, it's it's hard to change. And I think this is a this is an opportunity. If if you're not going to embrace that change, bring somebody into your organization that will, right? And find somebody, find the talent to come in and support you, so you can continue to support your agents. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't even have to be like this full time in house situation. Which I get as soon as you hear something like that, you think dollar signs, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't have to be this full time thing. It can just be you know a part, some sort of a partnership with, you know, whether it's a coaching program, whether it's a, you know, whatever that looks like, just again, just like anything else in real, in real estate, it's about relationships, mm -hmm. you know, like build a relationship with someone who's going to do that work for you that you can leverage that can be there of and available to support your agents who need it. And, yeah. and, and, and really just a, like bring that extra added element of value and, you know, at the end of the day, part of being a really effective broker, in my opinion, is being able to kind of be, be a visionary for the agents that are in your world. Mm -hmm. So your agents, yes, they're all running businesses and they're all trying to do their best, but a lot of them and a lot of people who get into real estate in general are actually not super entre entrepreneurial. So as a broker, you know, you have this, this opportunity to be that visionary and bring back new ideas, new things, new strategies to your agents. And that is a tremendous amount of value. 
Mm -hmm. Right. It's not just I'm here to answer your questions and, you know, make sure that the trust account is being yeah. run properly. Right. Yeah. Make sure that your deals are processed. It really comes down to, you know, what are you what are you bringing back and what what ideas and, you know, what what books are you reading? What seminars are you going to? Well, yeah, I, I think what what I just heard you say there is if, you know, if I'm a broker, I need to go back to, um, and I know in a previous conversation we had, we talked about like door knocking, mm -hmm. but how do you do door knocking in the digital age? Right. So maybe it's not like, Hey, I'm actually going out and door knocking. Yeah. What you're saying, what I hear you saying is teach them to do it with the new tools that we have today. But how are you going to digitally door knock when people are just doing, you know, this all the time? Phones? Exactly. All, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of it really comes down to, how can we get creative and how can you kind of help your agents get creative? I mean, I never door knocked. I'm like, I, like I've mentioned this to you before. I'm super introverted. And I started out at a big Keller Williams, you know, brokerage back in the day. And they were like, you got a cold call and you've got a door knock and you've got to, you know, you got to hit the, hit the streets. And I was 21. I looked like I was 16 and I was super shy. Mm -hmm. And so I, I remember looking at my mom and saying, you didn't do any of this. And she's like, no, she's like, but I also had a leg up. And, you know, these were these were the opportunities that I'd had. And and there was this brand new thing called Facebook. Right. And mm -hmm. no one was using it for business. It was literally just, a, you know, a, like a feed and a classified section. Mm -hmm. And I started prospecting on Facebook. I started building relationships and having conversation and giving value. Mm -hmm. And nobody was doing that. But the only reason why it worked was because I was getting creative in terms of how to use a platform in a different way. I think what ends up happening, and I caused a whole big stir the other day in my Facebook group, because I said, you know, the, 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 the same old congratulations to Sally and Sam on their purchase, hashtag closed with a photo of them, you know, it's become the new realtor noise. Right. And what happens is agents just copy and copy and copy because they don't, they're, they, they're not on the cutting edge of what's happening. They're not going out and looking at other industries and figuring out what's working in other service-based industries and bringing them back. What, what they're doing is they're, they're doing their best, but they're cop, they're just copying other people. And there's it, that, like that essentially is digital marketing in real estate. It's just, you know, one person tries something, another agent sees it and says, huh, I wonder if that works and tries it. And then it gets, it, you know, it becomes this compounding effect as a broker or, or even, even as me, like myself, like I see my role and my job as, okay, let's think about this. Is that actually valuable? Mm -hmm. How can this be done better? Mm -hmm. If the if the idea or the concept behind it is sound, how can we do it in a way that using marketing foundations, using human psychology, using the things that, you know, are actually going to create relationships with people as opposed to just being like using your social media as a billboard? Mm -hmm. How can we do this better? Mm -hmm. Right. And and that is really where things start to shift. Digital marketing is just one to many. Instead of having the conversations one-to-one, -one, which is the way that we've all been taught to do it for 100 years, where we have these tools now where we can have the same conversation, we mm -hmm. can give the same value, but instead of having to do it over a cup of coffee, we can do it at scale. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really good. So slowing down and getting your, your pulse, actually looking at other industries and what's working there instead of just copying, pasting what's working or appears to be working yeah. in the real estate space. Okay. 
All right. So really quick, if you're just joining in, if you're just tuning into this, uh, we're talking to Jess Linovell with the Listings Lab, and we're talking about marketing in the digital era and supporting your agents and helping them go to the next level. So um, I want to talk about um, moving agents forward. All right. So, so I put this in here and it's a long quote and I'm going to read it, but it says the only way forward is to by embracing marketing that works in the age of internet and make sure relevance, omnipresence, and intimacy are at the forefront of everything that you do. So tell us a little bit about your, your philosophy around that. Yeah, for sure. I think it really comes down to, so if we break it into the three, right, all of these three things have to be in place or have to be present in order to have exponential growth from digital marketing. Now, there's a lot of people who do one or two of these things and growth or results are going to be stunted by that. I have a 21 page booklet that I'm happy to give you that will go through all of this in detail, but so that we're not, where I'm not essentially like regurgitating 21 pages of of content to you. The idea behind it is relevant messaging which is messaging that is specifically geared towards the pains, problems, fears, and desires of a target demographic. Omnipresent, which is basically like how you get your head, someone's head nodding, which is all really good mm-hmm. marketing is. Really, really good marketing is just being able to articulate what's in the back of an ideal client's head better than they can, mm-hmm. right? Then you take that relevant message and you become omnipresent with it, meaning people feel like you're everywhere, yeah. Right. And 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 you don't have it doesn't have to be a super expensive thing to do. Digital marketing is a lot cheaper than, you know, physical marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, I talked to someone the other day, she's spending fifteen thousand dollars a year on flyers. And I was like, it could do you have any concept of what that could do mm-hmm. online? Yeah. Like that in and of itself, like we've got s- multiple seven figure agents in our programs who are spending, you know, $2,000 a month, mm-hmm. uh, like a $1,500 a month. And they're generating seven multiple seven figures worth of business from what you're spending on flyers, right? right? So like the ability to create scale online is also a lot, a lot less expensive. But the omnipresent side of it is top of mind awareness, building trust, because there is something built into us called the mere exposure effect. And basically what that is, is when you see the same person over and over again, we build trust with that person automatically, right? Mm -hmm. It's just an element of like, we've been exposed to that person, that person, if they're showing up all the time, we just kind of get used to them. And there's an element of familiarity that comes with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's the idea also within this of making sure that, you know, the human brain can only remember two names in any industry quickly. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you're not top of mind, human beings are goldfish now. Actually, I I saw I read a study the other day that said that our attention span is actually less than goldfish now. Yep. I saw the same study, actually. And I saw like middle school students. Was it? It's like like two seconds or like five seconds. It's horrible. It's terrible. So we have to be reminded Mm -hmm. (laughs) on a consistent basis. And people think, well, I'm going to be annoying these people. But the truth mm-hmm. really is, is that people aren't paying enough attention to be annoyed, mm-hmm. right? The only thing that is going to break through the noise and who's that's actually going to create that attention is also the relevancy piece with the omnipresence, right? It's it's people are not going to, if, if you're omnipresent and you're not relevant, yes, you, you may be annoying to some people, but you're also just going to get filtered out as noise because we're constantly bom- being bombarded by marketing. Mm-hmm. right? The last mm-hmm. piece of this, the intimacy piece is the relationships. It's community, it's connection, it's conversation. 
And a lot of it actually comes from personal content or an element of vulnerability, which is missing from 99% of real estate marketing. People mm -hmm. buy people. Even if, you, even if you're a team, even if you're a brokerage, people are still buying people. And it's this is a human to human business. Right. Right. A lot of the time you'll, you'll see, oh, well, like it's B2B. This is not B2B. Doesn't matter if you're a broker, it, you know, at the end of the day, people are choosing other humans. We make decisions emotionally before we make them logically. So it really comes down to, does this person feel connected to you? Do they feel like you are trustworthy? Do they feel like they know you? Right. And, and so if somebody actually doesn't know anything about your personal life, mm -hmm. then you're actually at a disadvantage because they have no points of possible resonance. Mm -hmm. Right. People will gravitate or grab onto the fact that you have a the same kind of dog that they have, or you have the same, you know, your kids are the same age or, you know, whatever that is, they are looking and searching for something that they, that you have in common. Yeah. And those elements of commonality then create conversation and connection. Well, I agree with that a hundred percent because it's, it's, if you put too much business on there all the time, it's social media. It's not, it's I mean, not. granted, granted there, there is a platform LinkedIn, right? It's For business. Sure. It's all business. Right. And I know a lot of times I have people ask me like, how many posts should I do business and personal? It's like, look, live your life. Like, and don't be the perfect twin. Right. I, the, don't be the perfect twin that everything in your life is absolutely perfect because we know it's not like perfection is really boring. Yes, it is. And be the Wizard of Oz, like be willing to pull the curtain back a little bit and be like, oh, you're just like a normal dude from Kansas. Like, come yeah, on, no? like it's OK. Yeah, it, it's OK to show that stuff. And I think that actually is what in in our current state and you like feel free to disagree with me. But in our state, in our environment, in our world that we live in, that's what people actually crave right now. 100%. It, they crave human connection. They crave like real, just like real people. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. so much perfection and there's so much, there's so many filters mm -hmm. and so much makeup and so much, you know, all of the things that a lot of the time we feel like we're never actually seeing what's real and what's true. There's a reason why so many brands, huge brands out there are saying we're not retouching our photos anymore it, or, you know, we're, we're going to we're going to use real people in our marketing mm -hmm. because there has been a shift. The 80s supermodel is no longer what people actually resonate with. Mm -hmm. And you know, there, there, we go through times and we go through trends and we're, yes, we're in, we're in an even bigger digital age, but we're also in an age of, you know, real vulnerable conversation. We're in an age of showing up authentically mm -hmm. and that's really what people crave. And, you know, the, the, the stereotype of the realtor unfortunately is the glamour shot from 1980 that, you know, you see the person in real life and you're like, who is that? And, you know, we get made fun of as an industry for it, but we brought it on ourselves. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. And I, that's a whole nother topic, but like, come on, like you got a cell phone. These are like higher quality pictures than they took. Back then, then that glamour shot you so got taken. <laughs> take a selfie every once in a while, update your cover photo. It's, it's yeah, okay. Exactly. It's exactly. Okay. It's okay. Well, um, all right. So, so we talked about relevancy, omnipresence, intimacy, really what I heard through that it's relationship marketing yeah. and, and it's, if I, if I'm a leader right now and I'm thinking about my agents and my organization, so audience out there listening right now, 
Think about the people in your organization right now. Think about those people that could use help with this, taking them to the next level and just bringing awareness to it. Yeah. Are you yourself actually implementing this? Are you showing yeah. your real life in the, in the real world, the struggles that you're going through, right? And Are also you- do your agents connect with you on more than just a business level? Mm-hmm. Right. Like again, it like all of these tools also are relevant in real life. When you're recruiting, do you know the names of their kids? Do you know, you know, what they do for fun? Do you know if they have a boat? Mm -hmm. Right. Like these are things that people want to connect over. They don't, they're, 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 they're not just looking for the best split and, you know, you know, a free office space. They're looking for, do you care? And do they have something in common with you that they can, you know, have a conversation with you and feel like, feel like there's just, there's something emotionally there. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's all about relationships. I mean, this is a relationship business. Like you said, it's not, it's not business to business. It's human to human Yeah, And, and get, get that real with all your people. So um, well, just thank you for coming on today. Uh, I want to, I want to wrap this up and just say, if there was one piece of advice that you could give uh, to anybody listening, all of the listeners out there, what what piece of advice would you give? I would say really understanding the like the human psychology behind why people make decisions. People mm-hmm. don't move because it's fun. And you know, I people don't list their house and all they want is a lot of buyers. Take off the realtor hat and interview your clients, do the market research, figure out what it is that's actually driving their moves. And you will explode your business because you'll be that one person that stands out in your market because so few people are doing it well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I hope you all wrote that down. So, um, well, Jess, thank you again for for being on the show. We've been talking to Jess Linovell with the Listings Lab. And I know she has an awesome Facebook group. Facebook, go to the Listings Lab. I'm sure you search for it there. Um, also, I know you can connect with her on her website, right? They can connect yeah. you on the website. Yeah, the website's actually being rebuilt right now. So okay. maybe if you go today and you go in a week, it'll be different. But yeah. <laughs> hey, but if anything, check like Facebook. Obviously, you can go there 100%. and check out. Well, I, I'm definitely going to include... Um, um, just down in the show notes and everything links, these links. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also I do want to include a link if you're okay with this, a link to your book. Cause I actually yeah, got to go through it and there's some really good stuff inside there. So, absolutely. all right, cool. cool. Well, Jess, thank you so much for being on the show today. I, I appreciate you coming on and pouring back into our industry. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to the channel. For more information, tools, and resources, go to www.brokertobrokerpodcast.com. And always remember, be you and be real. We'll see you on the next episode.